this is Emma and Kate with the podcast. Now, Kate sounds delirious because she just went, I'm not doing that topic. And I said, yes, you are. And pressed record really quickly. Yeah, but we've just walked in the door. We've been out this afternoon. We haven't had any coffee. And I said to Emma on the way back, think of a topic. We're going to record some podcasts. And she wouldn't think of a topic. And now she's surprised me with one. And I'm not really ready. And what is the topic? You being silly. <laughs> it's law of attraction. <laughs> now I said to Kate well, before, it you didn't sound very enthusiastic about that. That's not very good for law of attraction. So we have actually just had a legit small snipe, and then I press record <laughs> really quickly. Well, I haven't even recovered from the snipe. I'm still cross with you. Oh yeah. yeah. On a scale, are you scaling questions with clients, Lords? Zero, not Three. very. Re- All right, okay. In so terms of being mad with you, that's not much then. Yeah, it's enough. How much do you want to talk about law of attraction, same scale? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not ready to talk about that. Oh, just a bit. Oh, when I was in the office yesterday, I walked past that uh, printout that we did, the S. Dan Jerry Hicks emotional scale. <gasps> yeah, I love that so much. Yeah, and I thought, oh, wow, it's time to bring that back. Um, so maybe this is it coming back now. I think I'm going to have a quick look at it on my phone while Kate's talking. So if you haven't heard of S. Dan Jerry Hicks, Jerry unfortunately has passed over, so it's Esther now. But there's loads of historical content on YouTube where it's both of them. Um, and Esther channels a consciousness called Abraham. Now, whether you believe in channeling or you don't, that's She's what... saying that looking at me because I've got my sceptical face on. That's what she says she does. And to be fair with you, I'll say this, right? I don't care where that comes from. It's really good shit that she talks about. So I'm just all over that anyway, whether or not it's Abraham or whether it's Esther having us on. Are you all up in the grill of feeling good about it? Yeah. Do you know know what? I was was just checking in with this emotional scale and I'm going to be between an eight and seven between boredom and contentment. Where are you? I'd say I'm probably... Well, I need some glasses, so I'm oh. squinting while you're holding that up. Um, well, that's not I've ordered the glasses. How have you? I'm probably um, between... Yeah, seven, content and boredom. Is that what you said? Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, once you get the content, which doesn't sound great when you've got enlightenment at number one, <laughs> but all of anything above oh. boredom is in the feeling good and so what let's just get, explain give it some context so esther mm. esther hicks esther okay it's too excited ex, existential hicks <laughs> <laughs> esther hicks says well well all of our stuff's about love attraction but this emotional scale it's got a list of emotions and right at the bottom are what you would consider to be negative or low vibration emotions. So it's stuff like... Keep your finger on it, Kate. Keep your finger on the pulse. She's talking about her phone there. So at the bottom is fear, grief, depression, despair, powerlessness, insecurity, guilt, unworthiness, jealousy, hate, revenge, etc. So these are what you would consider low vibration or maybe even negative emotions. As you move up the scale and you get more in the zone of good feeling emotions, um, she's got there's loads that you can look online and there's um if you Google this the emotional scale. There's of loads Esther of representations of it, isn't and there? And Jerry Hicks, yeah. And um, as you move into the zone where you would feel good, creation zone. Yeah, she's uh, coloured that green on this uh, list. So it, once you get into contentment is seven six hopefulness three five optimism four positive expectation ah I love yeah it. and belief 
Three, enthusiasm, eagerness and happiness. Two, passion and one, joy, appreciation, empowerment, freedom and love. So once you get into those feeling emotions, feelings, she says that that is when you start to manifest the good stuff in your life. The thing is, I bet more than 50% of my day I'm in that green zone. Yeah, I think so. I think we just feel a a little bit, uh, mate, because we've just been uh, getting your hospital scan and we've travelled and all that. The scan was fine, by the way. um, But the thing is, even if you are, I believe slightly more 52 53 54% in that green zone of good feelings i my positive expectation is that i'm winning at life with that yeah and that that is enough to tip my balance to lead to more good stuff yeah because it changes the trajectory oh piss off doesn't it smithsonian yeah <laughs> <laughs> where have you heard that <laughs> What is that? I don't even know what that is, but I it think I heard. Things listen, travel. I think I heard it on Doogie Howser MD once. Can you remember that? Wow, yeah. I think he had something to do with that. There's a wow for you. So yeah, um, it changes the well, it changes the direction, doesn't it? It changes the route. Like I said, tips the balance. Yeah, exactly. So what can you do to get into a better feeling place? That's the whole point of this, because Emma's right. When you do get into a better feeling place, it's easier to build on that and get well, into an even better feeling place isn't it can i bring in my first check-in and you mentioned it on another podcast my first check-in when i'm feeling shit is where's my resistance because esther and jerry and abraham talk about being in the river and bumping up against rocks and trying to steer the boat a certain way and the oars are banging into shit and it's hard work and your muscles get tired but actually if you just bring the oars in the flow of the water usually takes you in a safe direction that you're meant to be going anyway yeah exactly for me i think am i paddling the pluck out of life at the minute (laughs) am i exhausted by trying to steer my one-man boat yes one man now Sorry, I forgot where I was. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Yes, I'm single. um, No, but seriously, am I tired of steering my one-person single boat of epicness? And is it the oars that are putting in all the work and I'm still bashing up against shit when all I need to do is enjoy the scenery and be content with what is and put them down? If that's not my direction I'm meant to be in, that I'm furiously trying to move myself into, Mm -hmm. it's futile anyway. Yeah, resistance is futile. It's like the Borg. But is that not the first thing you check in with yourself? Is what, what, where am I being? The pa- yeah. Where well, am I not in the floor? I think sometimes I'm a bit stupid with that, and sometimes. <laughs> you think? Sometimes I um, sometimes I stick at things too long that aren't working. I mean, or not long enough. I, well, okay, I've, it's a crap finisher. Uh, I'm sorry. I've been divorced twice, and wanted to get divorced for quite a while <laughs> oh God, it's all coming out today yeah so yeah so basically I, I, it's misguided loyalty i guess but yeah i'm not great at finishing things i think it's the aries in me i'm all gung-ho to start with and i'm gung-ho? all like gum gum ho gum ho what has happened <laughs> It's just had a really stressful time. coffee from a general hospital, and she has not had city. And, and we work from nap. home, and we don't really talk to people, and we don't go far. And I've had to drive into the city. Go, do you know the actual home. word? Is it gun ho or gung? What yeah, is I'm it? I'm gonna have to Google it because I don't. Is it gung ho? I think it might be 
Gung? Gung? I'll tell you one thing. I'm sure it's not gum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks, Forrest. Is it H-O like? Gung. Is it gung? I can actually confirm. Right, it's gung. G-U-N-G. Ho. H-O. That's what I said. And the meaning is extremely or overly zealous or enthusiastic. Yeah, and that's what I'm like at the start of a project. I get like really exciting. I did not say gum. Listen, everyone. Rewind this. And email us. No, no, no. Just Kate. Just, Kate. just email Kate. <laughs> Admin at katespent-spencer.com. And put in the strap line, in the subject line, Emma was right. And that would be fine. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I'm not great at finishing things. So where but was that was the original going? question was about how See, do you... you've distracted me. Checking, oh, you were saying... You've how given do you... me a context shift and I didn't oh, want for it. For the love of all things holy. No. Monsignor Pruitt. <laughs> Reference from Midnight Mass. A I series keep wanting to like call that Netflix. Messiah and it's not that. No, no, but the Lazarus Project. That was project. Ken Stott. <laughs> that was Ken Stott. Ken Stott. I'll tell you what, I just... Scottish got... actor. Listen. Do you know I got drunk with him once in a hotel in Edinburgh? Really? Yeah, he likes whiskey sours. That's another podcast. Yeah, go on. Um, go on, man, senior. I even know who directed it. Mike Flanagan. Wow, that good old Mike Flanagan. Good old Flanagan. Flannery Raw. So what? Have you got any other pointless things to say on the podcast? This is going to go up as nothing. The, the pointless podcast. <laughs> well, there's a show called Pointless that's yeah. been going for a while. Well, so we were talking about how do you keep an eye on where you're at on the emotional skill? How do you make shifts? And I well, said, the first thing I do is notice where I am, where the resistance is, and look at that and check in with, although I do vary a lot during the day, obviously, as we do. Well, I think this is a little bit foolproof, actually. Whatever's really shitty, you're not doing properly. <laughs> so, wow. If if <laughs> whatever's not working Shit, is people, where you need to do the work. People are getting so much value from this podcast. <laughs> oh my god, you're on fire. <laughs> no. Wow. But like, for example. A while ago, I used to live with a person who I thought was very, very lazy. Right? Wow! <laughs> they did not do enough to help. <laughs> and I used to focus on the weekend, walking around, being furious, thinking they are really lazy, they do not help. And then one day I had this epiphany and I thought, Kate, you're maintaining that. Because you're sending this energy. Emma's absolutely shocked that I'm saying this. <laughs> yeah, but nobody knows who it is. To breathe and speak. That lodger no, that on. I had. No one knows who it is. <laughs> Are you mental? They know who it is. Anyway, so I would walk around thinking, you are so lazy. You, you. don't you don't help with anything and Random get more lodger. and more furious about it. And actually... I was maintaining that, wasn't I? Because not only was I absolutely furious, I was also drawing that in because according to law of attraction, what you focus on is what you get. And, and I was had fo- a shit ton of lazy. And I was and I was focusing on the lazy, the lazy, the not helping, not helping. And guess what? E. That just got worse and worse and worse and worse. And da-da, law of attraction we went, had- yes, that's correct. We even had a lazy, lazy chair. chair. We've got a lazy chair. Yeah, we've got a lazy chair. <laughs> That wants this person once sat in briefly for eight Ever. years. Eight <laughs> years later. Mom, senior Pruitt, you've been in that chair <coughs> for eight years now. Nobody watches Midnight Mass, they're not going to get it. Or SpongeBob. It. No. So, never. anyway, the point being, 
I focused on that and I believe this person was probably that was you. possibly in their nature anyway. But I think I probably drew more examples of that right. in. Well, I'll tell you what, if we can just park that there, Kate, and move on. What I'm thinking is, I know and I've heard a lot of people get super anxious about law of attraction. And that honestly isn't something that ever crops up for me. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is that people worry that they're not doing it right. They worry that they're upset. And I felt angry today or I felt jealous. And and that's not spiritual. That's not spiritual. And now I'm going to draw that in. And I have heard it crop up a lot. Now, it genuinely doesn't bother me. Have you ever felt like that? Um, Well, my theory about law of attraction is as follows. I think due to the success of books like The Secret, which I loved, and the movie, uh, there's been a movement and an awareness in Law of Attraction that we haven't really had. We had like a big awakening to it, didn't we? Yes. And I think what happened was, as humans, we thought that we knew all of it. And we thought, wow, this is the whole thing. But I think actually that's probably just a little bit of it. And we don't know the rest. I don't think we're even meant to know the rest. Because it's it's so massive. So, yeah, I believe it works. But I believe we've got some pieces of the jigsaw. But what people might do is, as humans, we might think we know all of it. And we might really, really latch on to that as being all of it. And we might... um, We might not give ourselves wiggle room or breathing space or allow for randomness destiny and stuff because you see the thing is when i think there's a shit happens factor in life mm-hmm. we've spoke about i that. think that there's things happen that you can't explain there's tragedies there's there's diagnoses there's, there's stuff that happens that I don't believe if someone... Bec- I mean, yeah, I believe in Louise Hay and her work about illness, for example. But I don't believe that you're asking for it if you get something that's mm-hmm. not good. So, I don't know. I've got... I'm probably not being clear about it because I want to say that I don't fully, fully... Emma's got a hand up <laughs> like in a classroom. Go on, Emma, you go. Oh, shit, man. I got too excited and I forgot. The um, thing... The One of the... No, I genuinely have forgotten. One of the things I was going to say padding 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 is that you surrender a lot um yeah no i think the universe right so say for example i think sad thoughts or i think jealous thoughts today and i'm jealous that someone's got a man or a job or a house or something that i think i want an honest man or something like that i don't know just i'll just throw that out there let's just go really crazy so say someone's got a truthful partner and um i don't know something let's just go totally off the wall totally random yeah and um you know and i really i'm envious and i'm thinking horrible thoughts about it I think, yes, law of attraction can be a thing. You can attract more of something. But I also think the universe still has its own plan and will still put you where you're meant to be, regardless mm. of how you think or feel your way around Interesting, because that, to me, feels a little bit like it might have an echo of destiny. Why are you marking me like this? Because I'm, I'm, I'm no, right with destiny. I think that you're kind of saying that there's a plan for us when we get you, there's a plan for us. I apologise <laughs> No, but it's true, isn't it? So I don't believe that I have to... Uh, to a point, I think I've got control, but I think control is very much just an illusion anyway, but that's more to do with... Because uh, my, co- my ultimate control is up there with the G-Force, mm. so I don't particularly want to have any control, but I'm happy to put out good karma 
But I'm also happy to trust the universe to really show me and steer me where I need to be and just surrender to all that happening. So if you've got this overarching belief, right, that everything is okay and you are where you're meant to be. Yes. How am I so anxious? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm human. (laughs) No, I was going to say, how can we relate this to our lives when we're in really shit circumstances well, we, are now. we are now and we've been you know on other podcasts and things we've been talking about things that happen and we talk about resilience and routines and you know things have happened to us from about april this year so say half of april may june you know two and two and a bit months just over two months it's been really difficult but we're okay we're working we're maintaining yes a lower level mm-hmm. of connecting with people of getting the work done but we haven't taken full sick days we've been we've been on it as best we can be we haven't totally crumbled and we've just kept to a minimum but that's how we relate it and also we look for the good stuff as well oh very much so and we know that there's more good stuff coming don't we i mean we also know that this is like there's an ebb and flow to life isn't there there's cycles to life and we're not seasons wow Mm-hmm. Forever autumn, now you're not here. My teenager tells me I'm having a hot girl summer. Wow, that's Love Island, that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm not massively subscribed to that. The reason we're hot is because we're overweight. We're frightened to go out. <laughs> we're frightened to go out. We've got all the bloody windows shut because you're scared of what? Yeah, I'm COVID. What? <laughs> That's why we're having a hot girl summer. That's why you want to try nudist, isn't it? Because you're too bloody hot. I'm not having a hot girl. I'm having a sweating, cooking hot girl summer. (laughs) That's why we're doing the cold water immersion. The truth is, it's just to cool down because she's got a bloody boiler on every night. Now listen, speaking of boilers, I'm not going to lie. I've sneezed a few times and got a little surprise recently. (laughs) Now, no, we have to talk about it. (laughs) We don't have to talk about it. Oh, no, we do. I was once at... um, that said we had to talk about it. I was once at a women's, what do they call it? International Women's Day. Right. Um, with two friends, two girlfriends, actually, no, three, tell a lie. And we have to talk more about women of a certain age. Sometimes well, I my... laugh too much and sneeze too much and have a little whoops moment like well, the advert tells uh, you. Uh, my lovely hairdresser told me to watch the um, Davina McCall um, programme about Say menopause. Again. To watch the what? Davina McCall programme. Do you mean McCall? Well, whoever she is. Do you want to Google that again now? Well, yeah, Look, if I've pronounced her name incorrectly, you all know who I mean. The Davina interview about menopause. McCall. McCall. What a dodo. McCall. Right. Anyway, about menopause. And she also said, make sure your partner watches it as well. Because it's really illuminating. Yeah, she was really helpful. Did you and your partner watch it? Not yet, because this only happened recently. And I did say, would you watch it with me? And he said yes. So I will very linked, Very linked with mental health. Yeah, brain fog, tiredness. Anxiety is huge. Feeling loss of confidence, loss of self-esteem. Maybe that's what's happened to us. Thinking I'm going, well, I can't tell. Maybe it's not COVID. Maybe not. (laughs) Um, Not yet you can't tell, but maybe shortly. What? Once you've found those two missing marbles. Yeah, I know, right. We've gone right off piece because we were talking about law of attraction. But that's, but that's fine. You have to just surrender. Surrender. To it. We're talking about what we need to be talking about. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, surrender to it. But have the overarching belief that things are going to be okay. Well, why wouldn't you? Because, you know, the challenges are the challenges that arrive for you. But 
ultimately, you know, if you looked at 10 years ago and thought of everything, that if we looked at January... And e, said, I was just saying to Emma, honestly, yeah. today, earlier on this morning, can you imagine, like, at the beginning of lockdown, when we were told we had to stay in an all-essential... E non-essential shops were closing you could go out for one hour a day can you remember boris's announcement with the flags from tonight the british public yeah i know i right. can remember watching that and thinking this is his an historic <laughs> <laughs> i've always wanted to wow. say an in a sentence like that you see why not bring the joy why why can't you experience that being your joy for the day and historic yes but you know but, but, but the point time, is we were saying wow if we'd known then mm-hmm. would have been that it was going to go on for nearly two years yeah. on and off would be proper like shitting it but mm-hmm. yeah so it, that just goes to show how resilient you can be and when you have to be yeah and you ha- when you dig deep and you get your routine yeah. and you and how adaptable people are i mean people opened food vans people started crocheting. Oh, i people... think you're a legend for the last few months do you badge of courage oh thanks why is that then just wasn't expecting you. a follow-up question oh, i'm right, not okay. gonna lie so yeah so we all got like adaptable we all did new things we dug deep uh, you know yeah there was shit went down some people big shit went down people oh, lost people shit, man. Oh, no, people no. lost people but generally you know we're resilient we can get through mm-hmm. shit and we had hope that it was gonna get better and it's got better and that's good yes any other points? No, I'm, just, I'm just, oh, we've done enough, man. 21 minutes. We <laughs> can wrap it there. Let's call it a wrap, bird. No, no. I think we should just keep going with a little bit of law of attraction because I'm very impressed with... with the way you've surrendered. Me. Now, I've actually but... got a book that you might like. The only thing is it's small writing. Right. Is it got... And it might hurt your eyes ah. a bit. But it's called The Surrender Experiment. Really? And I started reading it. And then for some reason, I stopped reading it probably because I was getting divorced and all shit like that. But anyway, it's yeah. literally what you say. This guy had this epiphany. I can't tell you who the author is because it's on the shelf and I haven't looked at it for ages. But I did get a few chapters in. It was quite good. Um, and he basically totally surrendered to whatever his soul wanted to do in that moment. And he started living his life from that point mm-hmm. of view. And his life really flourished and he started to thrive and he started to expand. And all this really, really good stuff started to happen to him. And I've thought about you several times over the last I couple of weeks with reference to that. That's the thing with surrendering. Because I don't think I do a specific thing or have a specific mindset. But I do often do what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And I do often not do what doesn't make me happy. Ironing. Ironing, cleaning hobs, cleaning hobs. <laughs> but, but even like what I'm doing during the day, unless it's like client work or a big commitment, you know, um, I found being at, this is going to sound really silly, but I found being at college mm-hmm. difficult when it was sunny and you could see out the window because yeah. I just wanted to be on the beach. Or, and it didn't mean I didn't get the work done. It just meant I wasn't happy in that moment being mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I can't stick at stuff if I'm feeling unhappy. So that is sometimes stuff like you've just said that we do have to do. Yeah. So I suppose you could either bring more happy into that task. Yeah. If you've got paperwork to do, put some music on that you like. Yeah. Get a lovely cup of tea, light a scented candle. Nice. Get a friend on FaceTime, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or you just have to keep going and reward yourself at the end. Or not do it if you don't have to do it. Or not do, do it, it or delegate but you if see, you want to. I'm a firm believer in a lot of the things that we have to do. We actually, it's bullshit. And I really, really question myself if I've got that rule for life or rule for myself or that belief. If it's something really excruciating. Yeah, and I would say that what's interesting about you is since you've started exercising that and you do it way more than me... 
like you'll get halfway through doing the dishes and saying, I'm not doing any more now. I've given my best of self. I'm not doing any more. And then you just throw the tea towel down and you say, I'm getting me some lazy. And you get in the lazy chair and that's it. But, and, but nobody questions it with you though. People are like, it's well, she's done. No one questions place. it. But like today, you know, I don't. I always get stuck in with the dishes at the family hold. I, whether I've used them or not, pegged your washing out today. You folded up my washing when you came in. It's like do when the do when the doing's good, but as soon as the doing's not good, stop, stop doing. doing. Yeah, yeah see, you heard it here. Yeah, and the other thing, the other thing I do is, if it makes me feel happy, I move towards it. Whether it's a feeling, a place, a person, a thing, I love velvet. Think they're out my cushions. I've got like my velvet blanket out because I love the feel of it. Anything that feels nice. I go for anything that's prickly or nasty or isn't feeling I want to move away from and Mm -hmm. I think that's the simplest way you can use this emotional scale law of attraction it's everything all combined Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah food I might get a compass for the next tat moving towards your north maybe or an arrow yeah now I've seen a lot of people with arrows yeah I think Mm -hmm. that's quite something about your true north Mm mm-hmm yeah so that could be tattoo could be oh nice tattoo all the things she said, all the things she said, running through my head. No. Right. Okay. <laughs> the, the dog's actually squatting on the floor. Wow. Oh, the, the dog's having a whoopsie. We've got to go trumpet us out, Emma. I will. With soul.